What's up, everybody? I'm Milan Jordan. Welcome to the MMA Daily Blitz, part of the DSP Media Podcast Network. Hey, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Also, check out our YouTube page. You can follow me on Twitter as well, at Milan Jordan. The MMA Daily Blitz is presented by BetUS.com. Bet with the three-decade leader, BetUS. Join now for a 125% bonus using promo code DSP125 or a 200% bonus with crypto using promo code DSP200. Bet sports, casino, horses, pop culture, and more at BetUS.com. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com. All right, as a busy weekend of fights this past weekend, let's start with UFC Vegas Fight Night 61. And big news going into this was, uh, well, there weren't any media members in attendance or any fans. Uh, Dana White made the announcement earlier in the week during fight week saying that uh, he decided to give the media members the night off and that uh, the public would not be uh, able to attend. And Mackenzie Dern, who was uh, fighting in the co-main event, said that, well, the UFC rented out the Apex, UFC Apex, to Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook czar. Uh, Dana White said that wasn't true, but when all was said and done, you watched the fights on Saturday, and, well, there weren't a lot of people there, but you know who was there? Mark Zuckerberg, his wife, and friends. So was Dana White lying, or was he? Was it a case of where, well, they didn't, he didn't rent out the Apex. Maybe they just closed it off for him, so... Who knows? But either way, nobody was there but Zuckerberg and his wife and his friends, uh, ultimately giving them a private show headlined by uh, Zhao Nan Yan's uh, narrow majority decision win over Mackenzie Dern uh, in the uh, main event. We'll get to that in a minute. But uh, this situation uh, caused quite a stir on social media from current and former fighters about closing the UFC apex uh, to Zuckerberg and his cronies. Uh, Drew a lot of criticism, curiosity, and amusement from many within the MMA community, and let's be honest, what what makes MMA UFC so exciting is the fans, the fans' reaction. You know, hearing, a, oh, when someone gets hit, or a you know, see a submission win, the crowd reaction is part of it, and also, these fighters who are fighting on fight nights, you know, they're not, you know, the elite necessarily of the UFC where they're getting pay-per-view dollars, right? I mean, they they need every bit they can get. They need support. They need their family there, their friends and members of their team, but they weren't allowed to attend uh, on Saturday because Mark Zuckerberg uh, got the uh, UFC Apex to himself. So uh, not sure what the reasoning is behind this. I'm sure there's something we'll find out later, but on the surface, it kind of stinks, and uh, it's a shame for for the fighters and and, and their teams. Uh, and, it's, and the worst part is they don't even have a say about it. Is this what the UFC decided wasn't like weeks ago when the fights were announced. No, it was a few days. It was during fight week. So, you know, they plan on having, you know, uh, Yan Nan. you know, she's from China. Does that mean people that, you know, she was planning on flying from China or who flew with her to China so then they couldn't come to the fight? Who knows? And, and and other fighters as well. And, you know, when you're up and coming in this industry and you, you, you need every bit of support you can get, and that can sometimes make a difference in how well you fight as well. So, but enough about Zuck. Uh, he, he may or may not be watching this. I don't care. But uh, anyway, um, let's get to the fights themselves. All right, the main event, as I mentioned, uh, was Yan Shaonan against Mackenzie Dern. Uh, it was kind of a nail biter. Uh, this was the main event on UFC Fight Night 61 Vegas. 
the final round, well, 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 before we get to that, we'll just say this was a tale of two fights with two different styles. Uh, when they fought in the stand-up, it was advantage John, landing a lot of big shots, some clean shots, seemingly at will. Uh, but when the fight went to the ground, it was Mackenzie Dern. No surprise there. She is a former BJJ world champion. She controlled things on the ground pretty convincingly. Uh, she dominated the grappling game. Uh, she nearly pulled off an Alma Plata in round two. Uh, and again, she also controlled the fifth and final round on the ground for pretty much the entire round. However, when all was said and done, it was Yan Xiaonan winning by majority decision, 48-47, uh, 47-47. Uh, one of the judges scoring the final round, 10-8 for Dern, hence going 47-47 uh, uh, instead of a 48-47. But uh, nonetheless, Yan ends up winning the fight and ends a two-fight skid for her. And it could return her to the top fight in the strawweight division. While Mackenzie Dern, a fan favorite, she drops to 12-2 and overall with those two losses coming over her last three fights. Uh, in the co-main event, it was Randy Brown uh, defeating Francisco Trinaldo uh, by unanimous decision. And, you know, while Randy Brown didn't dominate, but he did do enough to win the first two rounds and route to his fourth straight victory, uh, he really utilizes his height and reach advantage. Uh, landing more effective strikes throughout the fight. Uh, Trinaldo was able to take the fight to the ground in round three, but it was a case of too little too late as he sees his two-fight win streak come to an end. Meanwhile, for Randy Brown, his four-fight win streak continues to propel him up the very stacked welterweight rankings. Uh, but Brown's performance may have been overshadowed a bit by the man who called the fight for ESPN, John Anik, and <clears throat> you know, usual mild-mannered John Anik, uh, got downright upset after an egregious non-call from the referee uh, during the fight. In the first round, uh, saw Trinaldo chase Brown back and press him up against the fence uh, by before initiating a takedown. Well, Brown responded by blatantly grabbing the fence, saving himself from going down to the ground. That's, that's a no-no. Uh, the referee slapped Brown's hand away, but didn't even bother to give a warning. So uh, and the, uh, the commentating team uh, had this exchange where, you know, you had Dominic Cruz there and said, it was worth the grab if you're Brown. Well worth it. No points taken. Nothing happened. Something has to happen here. Uh, also in the booth was Paul Felder, former fighter. Uh, he says, yeah, that's where it's tough. Do you award him the takedown? But in which position? And then John Anik, again, usually mild-mannered, right down the middle, says, or do you pull your pull out your testicles and take a point? <laughs> so, But Anik, you know, always a consummate pro and excellent at his job, really captured the frustration that uh, fight fans feel as fence grabbing and eye poking and low blows uh, and it being just accepted parts of the fight game. Uh, at this point, they are you know, illegal moves, but you can get away, get away with them sometimes multiple times with punishment dealt out under an official three strike system. If a fighter is lucky. So basically he's calling out the inconsistencies that uh, you see in fights. I mean, there might be another ref, maybe another fight or uh, Brown would have been docked a point, but uh, in this fight, it wasn't the case, but, Again, always being a consummate professional, he is. John Anik addressed the comments following the event uh, with a facepalm emoji on social media saying that uh, on Twitter he has all the respect in the world for the referees. He even gave his uh, man Keith Peterson, who was the referee in this fight, a nickname. Uh, but, you know, you pose the right question. What is a referee to do with a foul like this? And he says, uh, it, you know, Anik says that it changed the fight in his humble opinion, thus the uh, reaction that he had. So. Uh, but either way, uh, Randy Brown ends up winning the fight uh, again for the fourth straight time. Elsewhere on the main card, uh, Jaime Barcelos dominated Trevin Jones in a bantamweight bout, winning easily via unanimous decision. 
Uh, 30-27, 30-27. Uh, one judge scored at 30-25 in favor of Barcelos. And a 145-pound matchup, uh, so did Yusuf. Barely broke a sweat against Don Shaynes, uh, winning with a guillotine choke submission just 30 seconds into the fight. Uh, the win gives Yusuf a record of 6-1 and one so far inside the octagon after coming out of contender series. The fact that Yusuf keeps winning impressively uh, should give him some bigger fights in his immediate future. Then rounding out the main card in the lightweight division, it was Mike Davis uh, defeating Vyacheslav Borshev via unanimous decision. Uh, a couple of judges scoring at 30-26, another one scoring at 29-28. Meanwhile, Bellator 286 took place on Saturday night as well, and in front of fans. What a concept. Uh, the crowd in Long Beach, California, was treated to a good night of fights. Uh, it was headlined by Patricio Pitbull retaining his featherweight championship with a solid unanimous decision win over Adam Borix. Uh, Pitbull controlled the fight for just about the entire 25 minutes, outclassing Borix the entire way. Uh, making it look easy at times with the win. But Pitbull improves to 34-5 and five in his MMA career. Cole main event, the last man to defeat Patricio Pitbull, A.J. McKee. Well, he won on Saturday, beating Spark Highlight via, via unanimous decision in a uh, catchweight bout. After a back-and-forth opening round, McKee took things over the rest of the way uh, as he rebounds from his loss to Pitbull in a rematch in, from a rematch in April. Uh, McKee is now 19-1 and as a pro, looking to get another crack at Pitbull. These two have split the first two meetings and, and look for the trilogy happening, uh, I imagine, sometime down the road inside the Bellator cage. The rest of the Bellator 286 main card, Jeremy Kennedy took on Aaron Pico. It was a crazy fight as Pico's shoulder came out of place during an exchange, and he was trying to put it back in place when Kennedy took him to the ground. Uh, Pico managed to stay in the fight the rest of the round, fighting off submissions and body shots. Uh, in between rounds, uh, Aaron Pico's team uh, put his shoulder back in place, but just as round two was about to get underway, the doctor stopped the fight due to a uh, what he feared was a possible broken clavicle for Aaron Pico. So Jeremy Kennedy wins the fight by TKL via injury stoppage. Opening fight on the main card saw Juan Archuleta uh, beat Enrique Barzola by unanimous decision. Uh, 1FC, I told you it was a busy weekend. 1FC had two events on Friday in Singapore. Uh, most notably, it was a trilogy fight between Zhang Jinan and Angela Lee, and it was Zhang retaining the one championship women's strawweight title with a unanimous decision win in the one on Prime Video 2 main event. Uh, the Panda improves to 18-2 overall and avenges a loss to Lee nearly three years ago, while Angela Lee, she drops to 11-3. Uh, some other MMA news of Vanderlei Silva, the axe murderer, failed to earn a seat in the Brazilian Congress for the second time after coming up short at the 2022 elections in Brazil this past weekend. Uh, the former Pride champion, who recently announced his retirement from MMA, uh, received uh, just under 14,000 votes at the elections, slightly more than his 2018 congressional campaign, but well short of the 61,500 votes needed to earn a seat at the Congress in his home state of Parana. Uh, Vanderlei Silva is the second MMA legend to recently lose his bid for a political office. Uh, you might recall earlier this year, BJ Penn lost in the Republican primary for governor's home state of Hawaii, again, just a few months back. All right, coming up, it's going to be a very quiet weekend in the MMA world. None of the major promotions are holding any events this weekend. UFC is back with a fight night card October 15th, and their next pay-per-view 
a stacked UFC 280 card in Abu Dhabi uh, with Charles Oliveira taking on Islam Makachev for the vacant lightweight title in the main event. Bantamweight champion Aljamain Sterling puts his belt on the line against TJ Dillashaw. And Sugar Shane O'Malley will step up in competition as he faces former champ Petter Jan. Uh, meanwhile, Bellator, they're off until October 29th. And the PFL is off until they have their championships Thanksgiving weekend. So with not a lot action, not a lot of action inside the cage for a few more weeks, uh, I won't talk to you for another two weeks, uh, barring any major MMA news. So with that, that'll do it for this episode of the MMA Daily Blitz. Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, or wherever you consume your podcast. You can also follow me on Twitter at Milan Jordan. The MMA Daily Blitz is presented by BetUS.com and is part of the DSP Media Podcast Network. Thank you once again for checking out the podcast. I will talk to you later. 